Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call. And I'm Lisa Call. And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage. Thank you for joining us. Our podcast today uh, focuses on a classic relational pattern uh, for most of us, if not all of us, at times in our marriage. And it's the classic pursue-withdraw relational pattern that occurs in our marriage. Uh, Before we continue, though, Lisa and I are super excited to let you know that we are uh, beginning to offer our in-person Reconnect workshops, and we're actually hosting our first one here uh, at our barn venue uh, where we live on our property, uh, located just 20 minutes north of Bellingham in Washington. Uh, You can find out more information on our website, thereconnectinstitute.com, under Marriage Workshops. Yeah, we'd love to have you join us. We're going to limit it to 12 couples and um, have a Friday night and Saturday morning gathering, and um, it should be a great time, so we hope you can come. The pursue-withdraw pattern, again, a a common relational pattern in our marriage. And Lisa and I want to have a conversation with you uh, around uh, what what happens when there's a pursue-withdrawal. What do we mean by that? Uh, What are some ways we can respond to one another? Uh, What are ways that we can work toward either repair or reconnection? So pursue withdraw, meaning that when one of us, uh, and this is not always uh, specific to one of us in our marriage, I think at times, and you'll hear from from us today in a couple of our stories, uh, the way it it looks, the way it plays out, uh, is that it's not always specific to one or the other, meaning one of us is not always the pursuer and one of us is not always the one that withdraws. So common um, relational interactions in our marriage, which we've highlighted before, uh, that you know when we might feel hurt, frustrated, bothered, disappointed about something, uh, we, we might tend to withdraw. That's what we mean by withdraw. Uh, just a, 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 a physically withdraw, uh, maybe emotionally withdraw. Uh, and that, again, highlighting the uh, familiarity, commonality of that for most of us in our marriage. And what often happens uh, when one withdraws, one tends to pursue, the other tends to pursue. Sometimes in our marriage, there's a withdraw, withdraw, but uh, for, for the sake of our time today, we, we would like to focus on uh, the response of the other. When, when one withdraws, one tends to pursue, one tends to initiate what we might just refer to as contact or uh, connection. So when we, uh, when we have that dynamic, uh, what are ways that we can try to understand what's at play or what's happening? So often in my clinical work with couples, this is a, a, a dance uh, that is so familiar for couples that are stuck, that they go round and round at times in this, in this dynamic, in this cycle, this pursue withdraw. So we often call it or phrase it or refer to it as the dance, uh, the dance of pursue and the dance of withdraw. Uh, that happens in our marriage uh, when one of us is hurt, frustrated, bothered, disappointed about something. Mm-hmm. And I know for us, we both are very good at being subtle about our withdrawing. So I don't know if, if you know, there's one person in in each couple, or if or if people are more prone to it or not. But I think for both of us, we can be pretty subtle about our withdrawal, like almost as if. Um, we just 
are busy or we're doing something else. And it's, it's very subtle for the other one to perceive that something's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe we don't really want to admit that we were bothered or we were hurt or, or something like that. So we, um, we just take ourselves out of the situation and it's a very subtle withdrawal. Sometimes it's a, it's an aggressive withdrawal. It's a turning on our heels, slamming the door, um, driving away. I don't know, all different kinds of things. So every scenario is different, but Mm -hmm. basically the theme is, as Steve said, Mm. um, one of us, withdraws for whatever reason for maybe we're frustrated or bothered or hurt Mm -hmm. um yeah a good example of this cycle of this dynamic uh we referred to a part of this story in the last podcast but uh we'll we'll fill it in with a a bit more detail uh when uh lisa was about a little over a week ago i think you were working in uh our yard the yard that where she has her farmhouse Montessori uh, kids and you were working in the yard. And I, I came out and I think I said something like, uh, are, are you enjoying it? Uh, are you having fun? I think I said something like that. And quickly you said, uh, what, what was it that you said? I think you said something along the lines of no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it was a little bit more than just no, because I felt that it was a little bit of a loaded question. Yeah. Um, as if I was expecting you to have fun. As, a, as like if that. like, oh, you're having such a great time, aren't you? And there was more to it because Steve had painted my fence and it did look really good. And I felt like he was like, aren't you having a wonderful time frolicking in this new area that I have prepared for you? And I was just kind of hot and bothered. And I was at that moment, I was not having fun, but I felt like it was this loaded question like, oh, you're having fun, aren't you? And, and when I said, no, not really, the response was, oh, I was really? surprised. Like, oh, I'm surprised. I was surprised. Which made me kind of feel, you know, like, oh, I should be having fun. Mm. And so then I said something like, well, are you trying to shame me? <laughs> because that was on another topic we had recently. Which was not my intent, right? I mean, that, like it was from my, from my standpoint, as I walked out, I was simply, uh, I think, curious. Yeah. Uh, and, and I felt that you across, had the expectation yeah, that it you, came across you should as, be having as fun. expectation, maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, if you, those of you listening, if you were to watch what happened next, this is a classic, familiar response for many of us uh, when something doesn't maybe go the way we expected, which is what happened in that moment. I, I was surprised by Lisa's response. Maybe I was a little bit bothered by it. Uh, so uh, the classic response, familiar response, simply was. Uh, I turned, walked back into through the door, closed the door, and walked back into the house. Closed the door a little harder than uh, you might have. Did I? I don't know. Uh, I knew you were mad. <laughs> uh, so, so that it doesn't take much. It doesn't you know, take we much. We know when the other person's kind of ticked. Right. the The withdrawal is an attempt for many of us to cope with the their pain, hurt, disappointment, frustration. Uh, botheredness. Uh, you, you can fill in fill in other descriptors of something very sim- simil- familiar and similar. Uh, those are those. I would I would use all of those. As, not that they're synonymous, but they're they're similar. Uh, is that we respond, we withdraw because uh, we don't necessarily know what to do next, but we also can't bear the pain in the presence of the other. And I think that's what happens for many of us is as we turn away, we withdraw. It's a way to cope. Uh, it's a way to to bear 
for some of us, the futility uh, that we don't know what to do next or what to say next. Well, and I think it's also, we're so surprised. You know, it happens in a split second. Mm -hmm. You weren't expecting me to say that. No. And so a lot of times we're trying to be kind. And so we're like, hey, you know, and you're reaching out. And then the other person responds in a negative way. And and it's kind of a slap in the face. You just feel like, what just happened? And I think the shock of it. It's a bit jarring. Yeah. The shock Mm -hmm. of it just causes us to have some type of response. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's hurt feelings. It's Mm -hmm. like, why'd you slap me for? I was just trying to be nice. Yeah. So when, when I withdrew, uh, I think there was maybe a, oh, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes uh, that I was in the house. I, I, I actually came back outside. Lisa was still outside. I walked past her, didn't look at her, didn't respond to her. Uh, I was I was on a mission. I think I was going over to the barn to do something. Uh, got a tool that I was working on something. I came back and and here's uh, what we hope for uh, in moments of disconnection, in moments of withdrawal, in moments where the other is a bit hurt, frustrated, disappointed. Something. Uh, this is this is the key phrase. This is the key invitation uh, to what we need in our marriage uh, when when the pursue or when the withdrawal occurs and then there's pursuit. And I think what to me was a really courageous moment was when Lisa actually asked the question, what happened? What happened uh, is meant to be an invitation. What happened is a way that we pursue. It's actually what we need sometimes when we withdraw is that the pursuit communicates, I see you, I notice you, something happened. Uh, as we've talked about before, the curiosity behind what happened is a way to potentially move toward repair. To, it's a way to move toward reconnection. So I think that's what we want to highlight today and beyond is that question of what happened is meant to be a curious invitation uh, to what's happening for you. Uh, other ways of saying something familiar or similar would be Things like uh, you, you seem a bit upset or you seem a bit frustrated or you seem a bit disappointed. Uh, it's offered without blame and it's offered without accusation. What, what do you think gave you the courage to ask that question? What happened? You know, I think my I think I actually said something, maybe what happened and then I didn't understand the question. I think I said that, you know, and meaning. You mean my question? Mm-hmm. I think I, I was basically saying, okay, we missed, Mm. somehow we missed each other there. You know, I was Mm. feeling cranky, but then Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't mean to set you off. And then, and so I think this is a new dynamic for us because I, I really believe that in the past, maybe 10, 15 years ago, this could have been something that would trigger and would go on for the rest of the night. We would, it would lead to something else and Mm -hmm. then we would be frustrated. And so I'm really excited about this because I think it's a way to, um, I don't know, just kind of cut it short and deal with it. And so the wording isn't exactly that important, but it's just some kind of a pursuit where, hey, what just happened? Or, um, yeah, I'm, I, I guess I missed what you said. Mm-hmm. Or, or just something that's not defensive provoking, but mm-hmm. just kind of a question about, hey, you know, I might not be ready to say, I'm sorry yet, but just, it's more of a, just a reaching out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other, the other part of this dynamic that's, I think, so important to talk about is the impact 
uh, on on the other, meaning the impact on the one uh, that has to literally, I think, uh, respond to the one that has withdrawn. So meaning that when I withdrew, what, what, what would you say is the impact for you uh, when, when I withdraw, when I don't engage? Because here's what, again, another highlight of our conversation is, I think the withdrawal experience, the familiarity of that, the commonality of, of that in our marriage is less and less over time because we've, be, I think, mm, continued to be aware of the impact of the on the other when we withdraw, when we don't engage. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say is maybe mm, the, the impact for you when I withdraw? I mean, I think the worst case scenario is the feeling of abandonment, mm-hmm. you know, like, Forget you, you know. Yeah. Um, like, never mind. You don't matter. Yeah, just fine. I'll just do my own thing. And you, yeah, you, it's not worth staying in this with you right now. I'm mm-hmm. gone. And I think there's lots of different levels of sure. that. But um, I, I just think that's such a common, again, this is, this is a, a familiar cycle for so many couples is, that pursue withdrawal, but the the one that is left in isolation or the one that has been withdrawn from, uh, I do think that's a, a, a familiar experience in their story in some way, meaning that there is a, a core fear for all of us, uh, no matter what our age, there's a core fear of abandonment. It, it's just, it's, it's primal, it's innate, uh, and it gets, I think, triggered and activated and, uh, felt when the other withdraws mm-hmm. is like that's what you just named is that there's a sense of abandonment there's a sense of being left and it's it, there's a terror i think again that that can overwhelm us and overtake us for many of us we've learned to soothe and regulate and maybe be aware of what's happening but uh, i just want to highlight that that's a that that's a it's a it's a moment of terror just complete fear uh that that you're gone where did you go and I think part of uh, our hope in this conversation is when when we become aware of the impact of, of the withdrawal, I think that's what invites a return, mm-hmm. uh, is that the the withdrawal can communicate, uh, you, you're, I, I don't want to be near you, I don't want to be with you. Uh, that may not be true, but that can be the, the impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's especially, well, a couple of things. I think it's especially complex when, all of a sudden we both felt hurt. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. You know, just kind of like, I felt it, you felt it. Now, now what? I think defensiveness is something that I would be, that would be my, my natural go-to. Like, like I didn't, I didn't mean to say it like that. Right. Or why did, you know, you want to throw it back. And I think that's the thing that's helped me is to be aware of my defensiveness. And instead of be defensive, it's more of a, what happened? A, a pursuit of right. let's, let's, talk about what happened right there. Um, and so, I mean, so that's one thing. Um, and I can't think about the other thing was right now, <laughs> but I'll think of it in a minute. Well, you were also going to share part of the story of, around the, the wedding dress uh, that you... Uh, so so kind of like the other right. way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like the opposite. When um, recently I... I think I shared before that we have a wedding coming up. Her mm-hmm. daughter's getting married, and um, 
I found this dress that I thought would be great because, you know, the mother of the bride dress, that's kind of important too. <laughs> um, and Exciting so, times around here. Yes. And I found a dress that I, I, I liked it, but um, wasn't my favorite, but I was wanting to see what Steve thought. And, and apparently it was a little bit more glamorous than he was prepared for, <laughs> a little beaded and sparkly. Um, and so I tried it on and, and I was kind of expecting this ooh and ah, and he was like, oh, oh, you know, mm-hmm. and I, and now that we've figured out that it was mostly because it was bit, kind of fancier yeah, than he was I picturing. Th- yeah. It wasn't, um, it wasn't that you didn't look good in the but dress. But you know how it, it was, is right. when you try something yeah, on try and something your husband on. says, right. oh, <laughs> and you're kind of like, what? It was a little, it had, it was a little beady. It was a little glitzy. Like, yeah. I, it just wasn't necessarily maybe what i expected it wasn't that again that you didn't look good in the dress it right. was what what the basically the i don't know what do you call it the way the dress is made i don't know <laughs> you know but you know it this never goes it well. never goes well no <laughs> when, I, so i didn't respond the way you hope for right fair is that right. fair okay that's fair so um so what i happened think there was you? i i think there was just some kind of silence like okay mm-hmm. let's take the dress off and hang it back up and mm-hmm go on with our day. And it was one of those more subtle kind of like, I don't want to admit that hurt my feelings. I'm not going to stomp out. I'm just going to subtly put it away and pretend like it didn't really matter. And, mm. But um, what, what definitely was, went into silent mode. Right. Uh, just what what would you say feelings. was hard about or difficult about my response? I, I think it was a little unexpected. I, I thought you would maybe say something else mm-hmm. or and it's really hard when you're, especially I think for me, for women, we, we, it feels really vulnerable to say, Hey, what do you think? How do I look? Um, and the answer is always, you look great, honey. (laughs) Just remember this. Um, so the vulnerability of that, I think Mm -hmm. I just felt it wasn't, we both weren't expecting it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think what you just said earlier was helpful of that. It it happens in a split second. Mm -hmm. We're not even aware maybe of what, what we hoped for or expected, but it, it, it didn't go the way maybe that we would have liked or wanted to or hoped for. Right. And so I, th- I think that evening, maybe it was a couple hours later, uh, where you, we were just, you know, a bit more quiet, a little bit more distant, uh, a bit more disengaged. And I think what happened, uh, is an example of what we're talking about is, is exactly that of what happened. Uh, there was a, there was just a moment of, uh, hey, what happened? You, you seem a bit quiet. You seem a bit bothered. You, you know something. And and here's here's what uh, the other piece of this that I want to highlight is sometimes we can uh, be a bit bothered uh, that we are invited to pursue. Meaning, there's a part of us that wants to minimize the hurt or pain or disappointment of the other. Oh God, this again? Or not that we might say that out loud. Some of us do, but we might be thinking, oh, really? Uh, what? And, and what I want to highlight in that is, of course, of course that happens for us sometimes. Sometimes we're just a bit frustrated that the other is frustrated. We're a bit bothered that they're bothered. Okay, that makes sense, and that's common, and of course that happens. Hopefully that's um, more of the exception at this point, and the, the meaning that the invitation for us is, I don't know if we have the privilege or the freedom to somehow dismiss the other's hurt, pain, disappointment. When the other, when our spouse partners bothered, hurt, frustrated, disappointed, I, I wonder how come some of us feel like we have the freedom, privilege to somehow discount it, dismiss it, deny it, 
and and I I would say the reason that many of us might believe we have the privilege or the freedom or even the need to do so is because we cannot bear the heartache at times that we have caused pain, that it's difficult for us to actually own that the way I behaved, the way I spoke, the way I interacted somehow bothered, hurt, frustrated, disappointed my spouse. Uh, and I think that's part of why it's hard for us to enter into the empathy of it, into the heartache of it, is because futility kicks in of I don't know what to do, I don't know what to say, I don't know how to respond, so we say nothing. Mm -hmm. Especially when we didn't mean to do it. Sure. Because I think we we feel like, well, I, I didn't mean to do it, so you know it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be defensive. Like, I didn't mean to say it like that. I didn't, why did you take it that way? I didn't say it like that. You know, so we're protecting ourselves in a way. And I think that's a real common response, just that defensiveness. Sure it is. Yeah, I think, so part of our our uh, ongoing invitation, as we've shared throughout our podcast, is to be curious, to be intentionally curious with, especially in this dynamic of what happened when the other withdraws for whatever reason. Yeah, because sometimes we know, we kind of know what just happened. Sometimes we have no idea. Right. We, we all of a sudden realize, wait, they've been kind of quiet for the last couple hours, mm -hmm. or I haven't heard from them today, or, you know, and then and then you really don't know what happened. And so it, it's more of a, did something happen that I missed? And, and being willing to be ready for the answer, you know? And so it kind of goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So our invitation in this moment would be a couple of things. One would be uh, to be a bit reflective with one another about this particular dance. Uh, where, where might one of where, where where do we tend to land? Meaning, am I do I tend to withdraw uh, or am I more of the pursuer? There and be careful with evaluation. Be careful with saying one's better, one's worse. It, it's it's not saying that at all. It just it's saying that oh, this is the dance. Here we are in the dance. Here we are in this this place, this experience of something that's familiar. Uh, we withdraw because we feel wounded. We withdraw because we feel hurt. Uh, and the pursuer might not always be able to pursue. It's not. It's not up to. It's not. Doesn't imply that the one that uh, is pursuing bears the responsibility of repair. That's not it at all. It's. It means that sometimes. In the pursuit, there's an attempt to reconnect, but sometimes the one that withdraws can return. Uh, maybe it's after a period of time. Uh, it's the the I think the courage to name and put words to, hey, you know, when you spoke to me that way, I felt a bit hurt. I felt a bit dismissed. Uh, I felt a uh, I felt like it was a bit unkind. And again, those are those are statements of reflection. They're not statements of blame. They're not statements of accusation. They're statements of reflection. And I think that's part of this dance is that the withdrawer does have the ability, capacity at some point to put words to how they were hurt, wounded, frustrated. And I think that one that pursues uh, does play a key role at times in that invitation of, hey, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And it does take practice. Mm -hmm. I think we've been practicing. And it also takes, I mean, part of the practice is being able to be vulnerable and to be honest, because Sometimes we don't really want to admit what we're feeling or what we felt or why we were hurt. So don't just jump in thinking, oh, here we go. We're going to do this. But it does take, it does take practice. Mm -hmm. 
I think the practice is intentional. Uh, that when we have that awareness of what's happening for us, I think that's where we can say, hey, I think this is one of those moments. This is one of those pursue withdrawal moments. Can we have a redo? Uh, this is one of those moments. I think we've used that language playfully uh, throughout the last few years, more so than ever before of, hey, what just happened? Uh, c- can we can we redo? Can we try that again? And, and I think it takes a freaking amount of courage uh, and an intentional uh, um, integrity almost to, to be able to basically notice what happened, but also then say, I wonder what we could do differently in this moment. The Reconnect Marriage Podcast is hosted by the Reconnect Institute. For more information, you can find us on the web at thereconnectinstitute.com. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at Reconnect Marriage. <laughs>